people like anime. <laughs> Crazy good. I'm so sorry. That was, that was way. <laughs> I think we should have kept it. All Welcome right. to why do people like anime? Welcome back. I, I may or may not have just destroyed John's ear. Julie's first take of that uh, was way too loud. <laughs> Killed my ears in the headphones, <laughs> and I thought it was funny. I mean, it, it was can, too much. I could roll with the punches. Listen, no, for the audience. Uh, that was four years strong. That was for the audience, okay? For the listeners with in their mm. headphones, that would have been unpleasant. You're doing them a favor. <laughs> yeah, that would have been unpleasant. Gotcha. Why the crazy taxi intro? Well, uh, you're going to find out in this week's episode of Why Do People yeah. Like Anime, where we wrapped up Air Gear. Sorry about last week, by the way. If you were if you were sitting at your computer at eight a.m., you're like, <laughs> just, "What the fuck?" And you don't follow waiting. us on uh, Instagram, and you were like, "I we just we were above our uh, we were past the limit." You know what I'm saying? There, we just we hadn't finished the season yet. We uh, both had a lot of work to do, and. We flubbed it, okay? <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff just got uh, Sometimes ahead Tuesday of us. just creeps up on you. Yeah. And uh that's what happened last week. Plus we hadn't taken a break that wasn't holiday related like at all since we started the pod the pod. I'm disappointed you didn't make it more like mysterious and maybe to like elicit sympathy. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, we had a really uh a lot of personal things kinda happening in our lives and we we'd really appreciate our privacy during this time. Our privacy during this time. That's like uh, that's like my favorite, uh, like bullshit non-answer to stuff. Yeah. It's like please respect my privacy at this time. It's like you're a public figure. Tell me what's happening to you. <clears throat> that's how I feel. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. You need to at least give us like a shred of information. Well, I think it's. What are it's... we talking here? Sickness, death in the family. Well, well the Close people member. The people who usually say it, it's it's at it's out of. Uh, I feel like it's in response to them being incredibly public and fucking up to some degree. Yeah. Or like they're embarrassing like, themselves. They're like, hey, listen, I know I did that thing and I just need some space. But yeah, if you could please respect <laughs> please my respect privacy. Please respect my privacy at this time. It's like. I'm going to start telling my friends that. <laughs> God. When I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, what, I mean, what are you supposed to say to that, I guess? You're like, oh, oh, so sorry, so sorry. Yeah. Like, whatever you need. <clears throat> so please respect our privacy at this time regarding last week's uh, last no episode. Last week's no episode. <clears throat> I, I just I just had too much going on. Yeah. And uh, usually if the art is not done by Tuesday, <laughs> because if you don't know, I draw, I do try to like draw something for each uh, episode. Yeah, every week. Sometimes it's a... It's good, and sometimes it's you know pretty I think cut and dry. I think I think all of them have been pretty good. But I try to I try to make them each different. You know, there's only there's, there's only <laughs> one I had a problem with. Which one did you have a problem with? Uh, Godzilla. Yeah, the Godzilla one. I do. I just try. Okay. Please respect my privacy I, during I this time. <laughs> I, res, I, res, I mean, I respect your art, obviously. Please respect my art and my um, process. It's hard though to do a, a drawing every time, especially with me. I'm like, I can't just draw one character. I'm like, I gotta draw all the characters. But anyways, yeah. um, we did finish Air Gear. We did. We finished it for this podcast. Which, uh, if this is your first time listening, it's about uh, two idiots, two 
dumbasses okay. to uh who are you speaking for? Big idiots. <laughs> two goofballs uh who, who don't watch anime regularly. Watch anime regularly. Yeah. And we've been watching anime regularly now for quite some time. Over a year. And have we learned anything? No. Have we drawn any conclusions? I hope not. Uh have we enjoyed it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Did we enjoy it last week? No. <laughs> But I don't know about you, but I like, don't know. I think I, I think so. W- we did not finish one anime once that we were really just like not enjoying, and I felt kind of like it was a cop out. I think I think one day maybe we'll go back and do like a revisited. Yeah, but you know, now that like after being like two years into it, part of part of part of the podcast is not just watching stuff we like and and letting that be it. Like you have to. You have to try everything. You have to get the whole sample platter. You can't just not eat the chicken wings, you know? Yeah. Or the chicken fingers, rather. Do you ever get the sample platter from, like, IHOP? The the appetizer sample platter? I was never, like, an... Uh, we, I was never really an appetizer guy. Really? Yeah. I would think you would partake in an appetizer. I like appetizers, <laughs> but my family was not into appetizers. Like, as a kid? Yeah. I, I would go out like after prom, you know, or something, or after a homecoming dance, and you would go to like Silver Diner or IHOP, and eat appetizers, and Denny's, and you would get like an appetizer sampler. Somebody would get pancakes or waffles. Yeah. And then somebody would get like a meal, <laughs> but there would be like ten people with you. Right. You're all gonna just split the appetizer sampler. Yeah. It was all about keeping costs low. In those that times. that was a very uh, yeah. If you were feeling especially dry, you would go to the McDonald the twenty four hour McDonald's. You just get one chicken nugget or whatever you got. You would get the kids meal chicken nugget and a sweet tea because they were giant <sighs> and uh, fries. Man, if you were really feeling it, McFlurry. But sometimes the McFlurry machine would be broken. Sometimes so. I really envy your uh, suburb experience. I mean, the 24-hour McDonald's was where it was at for me. Uh, right down the street from me. Like, I could have walked to it if I needed to. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I ever did, but... <laughs> I mean, your school was literally... Across the street. <laughs> 20 feet away from you, but you made your friend's mom pick you up every oh. day. My friend's dad would pick me up so that I would, would arrive with someone. <laughs> Man. Uh, it was different. You know what it was? I like to arrive in the front door, <laughs> not the side <laughs> yeah, door. Yeah, it was so far away. I like yeah, you to, like to make an appearance. I like to go in the front door with all the drop-off kids. <laughs> what I really wanted to do was drive and enter in the drive lot, but that was on the other side of the yeah. high school. Okay, this is not about me. I just like I like the idea of you being like, yeah, I want to I want to show up in the the drop off <laughs> entrance. Well, the side walking walking entrance was like the worst one was, in my mind. It was it was for the poor kids and it was too low key. It was like close to the gym. Yeah, you know, it's too sweaty. I don't know. You needed the glam entrance. It was like like the drop off was like the red carpet of the school. A little bit. Every, <laughs> everyone's You're, looks. I mean, everyone getting off the bus two was like in that same area yeah all about appearances baby (laughs) how far i've come yeah um (laughs) so this week we watched air gear (laughs) 
Yeah, we watched the Why second half. The second half of Air Gear. I don't remember. I was probably giving you shit about something. Um, I was talking about McDonald's. Talking about appetizers. Talking about, uh, why was that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Platter. Oh, you have to try this podcast. everything. This podcast. Yeah, there we is, go. You got to try try a little bite of everything. So we we bit the into Air Gear. Uh, what would you describe Air Gear as on the appetizer sample tray? Uh. Uh, you, you remember that time we went to Cat's Deli and like uh, with Allie and her dad, mm-hmm. their dad, sorry, um, and he, we had this waiter and Allie's dad was asking like, yeah, should we get the uh, the chocolate cake? And he was like, no, the chocolate cake sucks. Get this. <laughs> I feel like uh, this is the chocolate cake. <laughs> I feel like I feel like if if that guy was uh, recommending anime. And we were like, "How about Air Gear? How's that?" He'd be like, "No, don't want, don't, don't, don't order Air Gear. Air just, Gear. just, uh, just watch Naruto." <laughs> yeah, order something else. Yeah, that makes sense. I was gonna say maybe like day old mozzarella sticks. I mean, I, I like there was something yeah. there's something endearing about it, and if it's there's something kind of good sometimes. If you're in the mood, then yeah, you will eat it. <laughs> Air Gear's biggest problem is that it's stupid. <laughs> it's really dumb. No, I mean, um, there's um, there's a cavalcade of problems in the second half of the show, which we'll, we'll get into. Yeah, I think uh, this I, is one of the only episodes where it's a part two where I'm like, you don't even have to watch, listen to part one, <laughs> just jump in. We're we're gonna kind of, I mean, I my my opinion of the show did not change, right? I will say I will I will say that I was a little more engaged with the plot. For Spe- me, it somehow got worse. Really? Yeah. Much enjoyed the earlier episodes. Yeah, I think the first I think the first few episodes are de- like anime. I, I've I've said this before, but anime has this kind of problem where they put so much energy into like the first couple episodes to like kind of hook you, and then. It's just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Can we talk about this right off the bat? The ending of this show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, we described it as they ran out of time uh, in like in like the most dramatic sense possible. What like is- they were unplugging the computers at the production studio saying it's done. Wrap it. And they're like, we haven't even put the outro on. No, it's computer unplugged. Yeah, no outro music. Yeah, I mean, ima- yeah. The- Imagine probably eight or nine full manga books uh, put into one episode. <laughs> yeah. That was the finale. Yeah, the final episode, I don't even know if it ends. It's like kind of a cliffhanger ending. It's just sort of, uh, I don't know. The Icky has to do a fucking big stunt to become leader of the free world of skaters or whatever. <laughs> uh, and he does the king. He does the stunt and yeah, he, he successfully does it and it's like, and, and then, uh, lands and then that's it. And then the, the show's over. Ringo makes eye contact with him and is like, nobody will know how far he will fly credits. <laughs> yeah. And then and then the credits hit and yeah, that's it. No, I mean It was jarring. They did play the intro theme while, you know, this final scene is happening, which I guess was cool, but Yeah, it was it reminded me of um uh what was the Halloween episode we did? Um I'm forgetting the name. 
with the the guy with the eye patch, the vampire thing. Oh, Helsing? No, 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 no. Um, the Our, one that we actually watched for the show. <laughs> the one we didn't. Oh, Tokyo Ghoul. Thank you, Tokyo Ghoul. <laughs> it reminded me of that, where yeah. where it's like the the big dramatic ending to the series, except I don't feel like this was a, a well deserved end to the series. There seemed to have been a lot more stuff that they were planning to do. From what I from what I know. Air Gear, the show, comprises of the first 50 chapters of a 200-chapter story. So this is about like a quarter of the entire Air Gear uh, Hmm. story. Yeah, I mean, Tokyo Ghoul, they clearly knew that they were going to get a lot of seasons out of it. So they, you know, I think I I was okay with them getting away with that ending. But But it was still satisfying in a way. It was still like, this is the end of chapter one, season one, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, the final, like, the final scene where, like, uh, the guy's getting tortured and everything and then finally powers up and and becomes, like, you know, himself. It's like the whole season was was leading up to that. Whereas, I don't know, like, I I never never really got the sense that, like... uh, Iki was was sort of overcoming anything, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he kind of is in, in terms of his his prowess as, as a rollerblader <laughs> and you know his leadership and the team and stuff. But um, but he's got like an innate ability too at the same time. Yeah, he uh, he's he's able to tap into that at the end. Yeah, I I feel like it was very lighthearted and fun at the beginning, and like you know you got this gang of characters, very enjoyable, kind of like fun show, and then they started introducing all this like lore and world building and fantasy elements. Yeah, and that's where it just like, and it felt rushed and crammed in at the end because it felt like they were like, well, the fans of this manga are gonna want this in it and yeah we're like 95 percent sure now that we're not getting renewed <laughs> yeah it's it, it's it was such a weird it really felt like the studio or whatever like there's some guy like watching the person putting everything together and then just unplugging everything right after and everything <laughs> everything was like in the in process of getting like repoed and stored i wonder if they were bitter about it yeah, I don't know. Because, like, I don't know, something about not putting the outro on the finale episode. Because <laughs> one of the best parts of the show is the music, for sure. Yeah, totally. And, and we can talk about that, but to not even, like, put the outro song on the end feels yeah. very, like, jaded from the production team <laughs> to do this, like, massive rushed, you know project really the whole thing feels rushed i mean yeah and and the the property seems like it's uh liked by people and it's it's i i felt like it was such a weird show because i i mean i kept trying to like imagine i guess it would i guess it might be helpful to read about you know the production although like i feel like for shows like this like there isn't that much kind of behind the scenes shit i've been able to kind of gleam about the production of some of these shows like i think like the if there's any kind of issues behind the scenes it's sort of uh kept pretty secret from what i can tell so like 
but I mean, regardless, like I, it seemed like it was, it was intended as like some kind of experiment to maybe create uh, a more adult success, all a like Naruto mm-hmm. or, you know, something kind of in that vein, just because like the animation looks like, and I mean, we're probably just going to repeat like everything we said in the last episode, but like, <laughs> you know, it just looks so of that four kids style and, and just, um, I don't know. Like I, I, I the all the like the the weird upskirt shit got even more egregious in this half. Yeah, just like to like a ridiculous degree. I don't know. It just start. It starts getting lazier and lazier. Yeah. Like, not only are they trying to cram a ton of story into a show that only had two two or three episodes left, but it just felt like. Scenes were getting simpler and simpler too. Like, yeah, there was. There it was. It just sucks because the show had good bones. I think. Yeah, no, like I think the I think the seed of the story was really good, or at least um, I mean it's like it's it's kids going really fast on on these kind of insane roller skates and stuff. So it's like there's you know there's the like it's it's like a perfect kind of story for this um you know, this medium and, you know, there's an opportunity, I think, to like kind of express some like cool story stuff, but it's just like, uh, they never, yeah, it never really goes anywhere. And it, it's always, um, I, I just felt like they kind of kept moving the goalposts as to like what their idea was in terms of like the point of skating. And so like, you know, earlier on it, there was like obstacle courses involved. And then in this one, there was like this it's like an underground like stadium kind of thing where there are like all these different rooms. They, I, they had to take on this, uh, this one team that was known for sort of hanging around like the lower ranked, um, skate teams or whatever, because that way they can overpower them and, and sort of destroy them really easily. So in order to rank up, they had to like kind of go after these, like, um, you know, these, these sort of trolls and stuff. And so, you know, I was sort of back in it for a little bit because I don't know, it seemed like a really kind of clear conflict and it was sort of interesting and it was like, all right, finally we have, you know, something there. Um, and it was, it was okay for the most part, but I, but then like, you know, the, the next plot was just something totally removed from that where it's like, you gotta do like this big ass evil Knievel jump, (laughs) you know, and it's just school trip in Kyoto. Yeah, so it was it was just kind of nuts. Like I I uh I don't know. I feel like they needed to it just needed to be like, all right, the whole show is about a tournament or it's about, you know, Battle City or whatever. I wonder if they were like, we're not going to do the tournament structure cuz it gets old and repetitive. Like we're going to make each villain be like a different different uh battle, different race. Yeah, I mean that's a. It could have. It could have been that. I mean, I don't. I, it. I. I don't. I don't know if I. How much credit to really <laughs> offer them in the sense of them thinking about avoiding tropes and stereotypes. Right. I mean, maybe they did in terms of the of the plot of it. I. I would be. I'd be very curious to see how the manga sort of treated things, but. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I. I just felt like I was getting the sense that it was. It was trying to cross genres or be an edgy show 
with like the cursing and the fan service. Yeah. Co- combined with like they were like let's not do the anime tropes or whatever. But also doing all the anime tropes. Yeah. And, and it just felt confused at the end of the day. But I just felt like the story could have been good. Uh, but the problem now is that the fan base has just dwindled away, and yeah, I don't, I don't know if anyone's looking for Air Gear twenty twenty one. Nobody's like pounding the table, being like, "Let's renew this series." Yeah, why was rollerblading such like a big thing, circa nineties into like early two thousands? It's coming back. Is it? Yes, all the TikTok girls, and um, there's all these. Instagram reel videos of people with the four wheel skates. Well, that, not the in, not inline skates. Well, I, I'm talking specifically inline skates because, like, I think, mm. like rollerblade, like, like the, like straight up, like the, the the skating. I think has always been around. Like that's that was around the 70s and you know to the 80s to some extent. But then like there was like this weird rise of extreme inline skating. That I think that like this riffed off of, and then the game we played, Jet Set Radio, kind of riffed off of, which right. is like this, you know, it, it kind of I don't know, it fit into like this this whole like kind of street kid identity. Um, you know, my parents actually were really big into rollerblade or yeah, inline right. skating in the nineties. Um, there's this place in San Francisco called Skating Place. Uh, so it was, I think it's like, I think it's this guy who's still running it basically, but like, you know, like a bunch of people would like kind of gather in this one spot in the park and it, it's, it's funny. It's like this one spot where there's like, just like this paved, <laughs> uh, kind of court, you know, sort of away from everything else. And like every, uh, I think it was every Saturday morning, everyone kind of gathered there and, um, they you know, they'd skate around and do like, uh synchronized dances and stuff <laughs> so like my my parents would take me there and i'd see my parent like my parents skating around and stuff like a roller derby type thing i mean not like roller derby is like uh, a little aggressive well no i mean like like those skate rinks it yeah, was like it was, it everyone's skating a circle it was a little like an outdoor skating rink yeah with uh with a little more uh very focused on like everyone kind of dancing around and stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, there's also this thing called Friday night skate in San Francisco, which I think is still going where like, um, I, f- I forget where like one, one point to the other is, but uh, you skate basically all, all down like the piers, um, you know, sort of like on the outside edge of the city. So like, my parent like we would go and and i would uh i would be in like a stroller basically and my my parents would uh you know push me while skating and stuff that's cool yeah I, why did they stop i guess uh, just getting getting older yeah i, I don't know hmm. it was a lot of fun you know like i i'm kind of i'm kind of bummed like i never learned how to skate like i uh i don't know we're going to have to teach you how to skate yeah i i'm wondering if the inline skate skate community has like like that's was there crossover into like skateboarding and yeah i guess skateboarding because i'm thinking of yeah i'm thinking of inline skate tricks (laughs) right and 
obviously those don't take off the way that like a kickflip or you know skateboarder tricks did yeah it's, 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 uh, i'm thinking about scooters now too <laughs> right i mean i you know this is a this is total armchair idiot thought here but i feel like the like the skill floor for skateboarding i think is a lot is maybe lower than like being good at inline and like inline skating because because like the tricks you need to do like i mean you can like jump with the inline right Hmm. but you but i mean like to like the the tricks are it's like you gotta grind or you gotta like flip around and do a bunch of like maneuvers and stuff and obviously like there's like grab tricks and and skateboarding and stuff but mm-hmm. I, w- I, w- I would guess that like the majority of of skaters sort of you know they skate around and you know sort of the quote-unquote like street skating stuff where you just kind of do tricks on you know there's certainly skate parks and stuff but like the the vert skating that like you think of like the tony hawk shit and stuff like <laughs> you know you're not going to run into too many like huge bowls like that and stuff and, right <laughs> you know and same thing with like inline skating where it's like you know i mean obviously i guess you could you know skate in the streets and stuff but uh i don't know <laughs> it's it's the skiing of the ground world yeah <laughs> it's the same same principle same like i bet if you inline skated you were a skier and if you skateboard then you snowboard right it's just two different ways i i'm i'm guessing that inline skating was more of a get from point a to point b type of like you just liked gliding for Mm. the most part uh like i think that's why maybe like the dancing is coming back and was popular when your parents were a kid were uh you know growing up because it's like it's not jumping and grinding and yeah craziness not saying you can't like use a skateboard to get around i'm just saying skateboarding looks cooler when you're like jumping and grinding and like that's that's more of the appeal of skateboarding skateboarding just kind of is cooler yeah i mean there's more that you can do with the skateboard than inline skates so you wonder why did they make this show (laughs) i mean clearly it was building off of some kind of you know, trend that was sort of happening in the time. I mean, although I guess like the anime came out in like 06. Right. So sort of, uh, that's probably like at like the tail end of all of that. I think it was riffing off of more like the f- futuristic, because um, the whole point of these inline skates is that they were like motorized. Yeah. Which don't exist, right? I mean, do they exist? Maybe not. I don't think so. Maybe, I s- maybe not. I saw this video of this fucking guy flying around on a drone, <laughs> like uh, like fucking Green Goblin. That's terrifying. Yeah, I'm sure that's gonna become very common. I think it was more like this, like that though, in the way that it's like, oh, these like cool, this cool new technology that uh, is shaping the under underground scene. Was that just like a cop out so they don't have to show them like pushing and like gaining speed? <laughs> well, no, they do because because in the second half of the show, they're like, oh, you actually don't even have to kick your legs. Yeah. You'll go faster if you just like don't kick your legs like well, you're running because they, they were animating him like he was skating. Right. 
but they were like, no, you're good. You want to, you want to catch the, the tailwinds or whatever. Well, there's an episode near the end where they finally kind of explain the momentum of like skating (laughs) downhill. Yeah. And it's like, why the fuck is this coming at like episode 24? I don't know. It's just like, it's just like, like the, the stuff that should be like, you know, if you're, if you are like, if, if you have never seen the outside world and you are watching this show and you, you know, nothing about momentum or skating <laughs> or anything, that explanation should be like minute seven of the first episode. Yeah. Like explain what this is. This is how I, I would skating even it... works. This is how the characters get around and stuff. This is how the slipstream works. I, w- I would even let it go on episode two, you know? Like, discover it with the character, you know? Yeah, like, it, it, this, I don't know. It, was just, it just felt like... Uh, Why was this so bad? Uh, I don't know. It was a series of mistakes. Very, really. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do you think? So let's pivot, because anime bad, right? Yeah. But you made me play... Um, I made Julie play this game, Jet Set Radio. Uh, And I've also played several other downhill. There's Tony Hawk. There's Dave Mira. There's racing games. There's, uh, I mean, like, snowboard downhill racing. You've you've played a few uh, sports games in your time. You know, where you're like, here's the stage, and now skate around. Do some tricks. Yeah. Jet Set Radio was hard Jet's, for me. Yeah. <laughs> and another instance where the music was really good, the game was silly and frustrating. <laughs> so Jet Set Radio is... Uh, so, I, I Jet Set Radio is not anime. Like all... It's kind of it's anime adjacent. <laughs> it's it's a yeah it's it's anime adjacent. I always I always just like imagine there's someone out there who like gets mad at like anything. Right. Have you ever like have you ever like really listened to the Mystery Science Theater like theme song? I'm not apologizing for anything. <laughs> have you? Uh yeah. I like the uh, I like the part of the song where they're like if you're worried about why they can't breathe in space or they're floating around. Please stop worrying. This is just a TV show. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's like kind of that's like kind of my attitude toward like, yeah. This isn't. I don't know. Like I, I thought this. Like I. So I played Jet Set Radio Future when I was a kid, which is the sequel that came out on Xbox, which I think is maybe a little. Uh, after I haven't played this game in completion, I've only played a little bit. I'd say the sequel is a little smoother, but basically it's this game about uh, weirdly similar. It's about mm-hmm. inline skating gangs in Japan mm. vying for control of the city through. Uh, well, in this in the game, it's graffiti basically. Yeah. Um, but they're also running away from the cops. Right. Which would have which would have made sense in the in Air Gear. We needed. I, I thought there. Were, I thought the guy in the van. Akito's older brother was going to be the main villain. Yeah. Turns out there was no main villain. <laughs> like, why were why weren't there like cops pissed off about these kids skating and Yeah. Yeah. fucking up public property. You need you need just like a 
even a lighthearted antagonist would yeah. be good. But Jet Set Radio looks amazing. It's like a it's it's cell shaded. <laughs> it's it looks like a cartoon or or, or so, like an anime. It's very stylized. The music is is unbelievable. <laughs> it's a combo of it's like '90s like drum and bass and then breakbeat. Um, we didn't get to this level though, but there is a level that has a remix of Rob Zombie's Dragula. Oh, yeah, dang! Like they, it's it's pretty sick. Yeah, I fully rage quit. Yeah, <laughs> I felt I felt bad. I uh, I I was really struggling. <laughs> Whenever like I, I I I try and have Julie play a game, I try to avoid. I think I've got some video game trauma. I I try to avoid either like making fun of how you're playing, and then also how bad I am. Okay. And then also like stepping in and like immediately taking over, taking over and like beating the thing. Yeah. Well, it always hurts that I can't beat certain stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and that I make the same mistakes over and over again. Um, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. It's not my fault. Um, but, I, but I did uh I did experience the rage. I mean the game crashed on me and I was like, I can't play this anymore. <laughs> yeah, then you I was enjoying off. it too. I was having fun. Yeah. It reminded me of when I was a kid um me and my brother would p- play one player games like this like jet set radio where where i would do one level and if i didn't beat it then he would try yeah and we would just go back and forth it was really fun and we were doing that yeah for a hot minute there <laughs> we sort of yeah i think we tried we like when we played pokemon snap we did that yeah Still Lower stakes. That. yeah <laughs> it's fun it's fun you get to watch the game that you're not playing and play unique parts and yeah and whatever but the problem is when i'm so bad <laughs> innately at, at gaming you, i i uh, i think you give up too quickly i was getting really frustrated uh i i think like my mentality when i'm playing a game is like how do i get better or like how do i imp- how do i stop making this mistake Whereas, like, I feel like your 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 approach to it is like, this game is so unfair. I hate this game. <laughs> no, that's not I'm true. I'm terrible. That's not true. Why can't this game stop being? No, no, I don't think so. Uh, I've got the I got I have the Gary V mindset. I have the <laughs> I have the Joe Rogan uh, progress based mindset that just you know sets me apart from the pack on this kind of thing. I I think I get defeated very easily, to be honest. <clears throat> Like, I think when we got to the levels um, and I played the first level and then, you know, obviously died because you can get shot at in this game right. by by this, like, horrible looking uh Yeah, one of, like, the scariest cop. looking NPC <laughs> characters. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. So I died and I was like, oh, that sucked. And then I was like, do you want to go? And then you played it. And I, I just felt defeated. <laughs> it's like, in my mind, it was just like, uh, he's just he, now he's just trying to make it look hard so that I don't feel so bad. No, the game is fucking hard. It's not easy. Uh, but you did beat the level. <laughs> so basically, like the the point of the game is, uh, you go around 
You collect spray cans. You collect spray cans and you graffiti over your rival's graffiti, basically. Same as air gear. Same as air gear. (laughs) You you grind around and you, you do jumps. The problem with the game is that the physics are just fucking stupid. Yeah. Like... It's it's so hard to determine how high you're jumping. You kind of have to just like guess in terms of like the speed and the momentum and where you land and stuff. Like it's so unpredictable and and kind of floaty in a way that isn't good. Like I think like the the way that I mean I think this comes with like any game, but like the way you get good at like a, a Tony Hawk or a game like that is like you know you play for like I don't know twenty minutes or so and then you kind of get handle on like what the physics are and sort of like how much your character can move and sort of that kind of thing whereas i felt like like i feel like jet set radio is so unpredictable in terms of like (laughs) sometimes you jump really high (laughs) for no reason (laughs) like like i I, i'm picturing in my head like someone no momentum (laughs) like like a like D &D style like rolling a dice and that determining like all right you have a jump height of nine this time you have a jump height of 11 of two <laughs> yeah and it's just like what the fuck yeah um no whatever like engine was built like this game was built in was not really like ready for this type of game yeah i will i will say the xbox version from what i can remember of me playing it as a kid uh fucking rocked i would play it again i i i download i um <laughs> I found my original copy of the game and I made a copy of it mm. that we can uh, emulate later because I would never illegally download right, a, right, a, right, right. Uh, a ROM of a game to play it. Yeah, no, absolutely not. But uh, hopefully, um, hopefully it'll... Despite how available those those downloads yeah, might be. Despite the fact that Sega hasn't uh, re-released this 20-year-old game at this point. <laughs> um I just got to put this out there, not to shift gears or anything, but if you're playing a game with somebody who's not really good at games, don't make them feel bad about it. Don't make them feel bad about it. Yeah. Try to enjoy the fact that you're playing the game with friends, you know? Yeah. You can joke, light jabs, but like, there's no reason to play on hard mode if your friend can't can only play on easy mode. Play on easy mode. Play on hard mode with your gamer friends, you know? I just I just picture you being in your friend's like basement or whatever and then like just screaming at you when you do something wrong and like you crying and it I being mean, like a, a traumatic experience. It's all traumatic. I don't think I ever cried, but um <laughs> do you remember that game? Oh, this is already making me like I feel like I'm getting like whiplashed into the into my high school uh days. But do you ever play um it's called like Mario Chase or something. Uh, I forget what it no. was. It was like a mini game on some Mario Mario Party Party Pack thing. Huh. But it was called Mario Chase, and the the whole point was to like catch. You had to uh, catch somebody. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Not even once. Yeah. And it became a notorious joke <laughs> for like a couple weeks that I allowed them all to play because they loved it. The yeah. people I was playing with loved the game. I couldn't beat it. Couldn't. And it was a me versus everybody type of game. Right. It was like a 1v4 or whatever, 1v3. Yeah. 
And so you would get to take turns being Mario or whatever. Yeah. You should have. You I could never catch anybody. I feel like you should have put hands on your friends. <laughs> no, oh. no. I think I think you could probably beat up. No, stop. Most of <laughs> stop, your friends. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never. I think you could. I'm not a violent. I'm not violent like physically like that. But I, I remember leaving feeling like horrible about myself that I couldn't beat these games. Yeah. Uh, and it it was the same for a lot of things. Some some games I didn't care that I wasn't good at, but some games I really, I mean, I was like, what what is wrong with me? Yeah. It was that bad. So just a reminder, like like that if you're gaming and and you're you're jabbing at your shitty gamer friend, that might be you you might be pushing it. To, don't push too far. Okay. Yeah. Everyone can be made fun of a little bit. If something funny happens, <laughs> if you fly off the edge in uh, Mario Kart in a silly, horrible way. Julie, why aren't you solving the portal puzzle faster? Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, my don't God. Do that. Or like, oh, my God, it's so obvious. It's so obvious. It's right there. The puzzle. I try not to do that. I hope I haven't done that. I mean, truly, like, some. I just I have horrible memories of, like, yeah. surrounding video games now. And it's like, why do you think I don't play those games anymore? <laughs> right. And uh, why um, also not good at them because I didn't play them as a kid. Because yeah. we didn't, we weren't allowed to have games. It's why you're good at games now. And I'm not saying I'm bad at all games. Okay, I will, f- I will fuck shit up in Soul Calibur. No question. That is, that is true. But I, tr- it's because I was beaten <laughs> so many times. I was so like mad at how much better you were at me at that Dragon Ball Z fighting game. I don't know what that was. That about. was like that was that dumb was luck bizarre. Or something. That was so like, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't say anything, but I was like pretty seamed. Listen, if you're always beating somebody at a game. Switch games, honestly, because that's also not fun either. I'm like, yeah, Julie, let's play Halo one on one. We played Halo. We we did co-op. I I would never I would never like pull out a game to like like I would never pull out like Halo to do like a one on one. Yeah, that would probably upset me because there's just... a point where you're like, okay, <laughs> did they just make me play this game to uh, just to make to you... stunt on me, like to just like ruin ruin my day like i, mean, I don't what, know maybe one ethics, day I'll do ethics in gaming right no julie it's fun it's social just, ethics no yeah i know you don't know any of the maps or the controls or how to really navigate in a first person setting but and you, be... you really can't deal with the high sensitivity controller that i've just given you <laughs> yeah I, I, I crank i crank the sensitivity to all the pro settings oh my god i don't know how people do it so you can, i have uh, lots of respect for people that are really good at games to be honest it's just uh I mean it's just it's just how much time you put into them really. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean like I I didn't have anyone to play games with when I I mean I had a couple friends who I would play games with and then like you know some like online people but like mm. you know I was mostly playing those games by myself. Um I mean I think the I think the big I think the only reason I'm good at games is because I spent too much time on them. I mean honestly I, I mean, sure. I think you had a TV in your room too, right? Yeah, that, I mean that definitely so you impacted were playing, it. Like late at night, right? Yeah, and there were like a couple games that um, I think like if you played Halo Two on Xbox Live, 
you ended up being really good at games later, specifically like shooting games. Mm. Um, and I think like also maybe if like the if Mario sixty four like Legend of Zelda were some of the first games you played on N sixty four, like you have an idea of how to kind of navigate like platformer and action stuff. Like hmm. I think there's I think there's a few games that are really solid and sort of you know because I mean there's there's a lot of games out there but like I think most stuff follows a pretty similar formula so it's really just like you know finding like a foundational game to kind of figure out how to m- move around in 3D space or you know 2D space with like a Sonic or a Mario and then like in a first person um, environment like a uh, hmm. like a Halo or something I mean there's there's some games I just don't un- like I, I, I don't fucking understand like Starcraft or right. like League of Legends or whatever but like Right. Um, Jet Set Radio uh, is really good. <laughs> I'm going to showbox them again. It, okay, if somebody doesn't know something, don't make fun of them for not knowing the thing. Especially, I'm talking pop culture, okay? I'm talking TV, video games. If 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 your friend goes, what's Halo? Don't be like, what's Halo? Like, how do you not know what Halo is? It's like, it's possible, okay? That somebody might not know <laughs> what the hell you're talking about. And use it as an opportunity to explain what it is to them. And that maybe they would really like it. No, I, I'm going to keep gate, gatekeeping. Gatekeeping the gamer community? Yeah. I'm just saying, there's room for everybody. <laughs> there's be- something for everybody. I love Stardew Valley. Yeah. As a person that doesn't play one-player games. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised how long you've been playing it. It's, it's... I'm going to finish the game. <laughs> there, there's like an end to it? I mean, there's like a... You can get all the stuff, basically. Uh, there's like really hard quests and... Yeah. You know. And they've just expanded it, so it's even bigger than it was. I will say, though, like if you're a game... Like if you if you identify as a gamer and... There wasn't a point in your life where you could have lost like everything because of like a an MMO. I I don't I don't believe you. <laughs> or I, I don't uh, I don't I don't trust you. Right. I think I think every every true gamer has to have had a point in their life where they could have truly lost all connection with friends, loved ones, relatives because of like World of Warcraft or <laughs> Guild Wars or whatever. Yeah. I think like that's that's you know I think like I think anyone can enjoy games. I think the mark of a true gamer is someone who either did or came very close to putting uh, a game like that above everyone else. Oh my god, and, and <laughs> you're I, being so dramatic. And I, I think specifically MMOs because like okay, like uh, because in, like an MMO can sort of replace your functions as like a human. In the sense of like you're you have a community there, you have right things you need to do. Like it's different than like, I don't know, playing like Call of Duty for ten hours. I think right. you're just you know, you're just a fucking goofball. <laughs> but I think you're you're a true gamer if you if you've crossed over. If you've spent like over a thousand hours specifically in an MMO. Wow. Then I that's that's the that's someone who gets my respect. So what you're saying is you're a true gamer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. I failed I failed so many classes in high school because of World of Warcraft. <laughs> God. I mean like and then uh <laughs> freshman year of of college when I went back home, like I was like 
I couldn't find a job or anything. Oh, over the summer? Yeah, so I, I was just playing fucking uh, Star Wars The Old Republic. Ever, like, from, from 9 a.m. to... <laughs> uh, the whole day. The whole day. The to, whole like, day. 12 p.m. I yeah. fuck like I I had to I had to try and like write my sleep schedule so many times because I would just fuck it up. I got like a burn on my chest for from my your laptop. laptop. Oh my god! You remember that, right? Now that's a mark of a true gamer. Yeah. <laughs> you do you ever, you fell asleep with the laptop on your chest? Yeah, that definitely I've seen, happened. I've seen people with that situation. Yeah. It was a rough summer. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, at least you recognize that it was a rough summer, not yeah. like a super fun, enjoyable summer. I mean, it was it, it was as much fun as I could have, I feel like. True. Yeah. I mean, you could have like gone to the beach. No. Or... Okay, got it. No. Did I ever tell you about the nightmare that I had where I left Stardew uh, on my computer like overnight? Just like, so if you don't know, like Stardew has like a season cycle. And if if you just like leave it running without pausing or you know closing it it just like goes day to day like and your crops die and like your animals will die and so i had a nightmare that i left it running overnight and it had accelerated to like the end like in my mind it was like the end of the game where like my my i was like my farm was closed all my (laughs) buildings your file was gonna get deleted my my like like everything was done my children had all died (laughs) like because you can have kids in the game my husband left me you know like because i wasn't interacting with it that's kind of why I don't like. That's that's kind of why I've stayed away from Stardew because I feel like I just standing there as time passes. I feel like in there's an, the opportunity for me to like fucking lose it if I play it. What do you mean? Like I, I could probably sink some hours into that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, look at me. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's a trap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unrelated, but I forgot to bring this up in housekeeping. But uh, Julie, for some reason, has procured. <laughs> She's bought me two gifts Not in, one, in the past two weeks. But two. Uh, one plushie that is Morgana from Persona 5. Yes. The gift that I thought was never going to come. <laughs> uh, it was stuck in China for like a ye- weeks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's Morgana. Like, it looks like he's like flying like a Superman almost. Yeah. He's got a huge head. Here, we'll post it on Instagram. Yeah. He's got little little pockets. Very cute. Yes. And Julie also got a uh, Totoro plush. Yes. It was also very cute. He's holding a big leaf. If you don't know, John loved Totoro. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if we've we've really talked about how much like. John talks about Totoro almost every couple days. Every couple days, I'll like I'll I'll bring it up to some extent. I'll just be like, remember you'd be re- like, remember how good Totoro was. <laughs> I'll just be like, remember that time Totoro ran up the tree. Yeah. Or like when they jumped over the crops. Yeah. Or or like, how do you feel? I feel like Blue Totoro is underrated. Yeah. Julie, which, which character is the best? <laughs> yeah, which Totoro is your which favorite? Which Totoro is your most like you? Yeah. Is it the, is it the blue one? <laughs> so John will just bring this up. I don't know why. I, I mean, it was a very good movie. I think I know why. Why? But I don't think we can talk about it on the podcast. Oh, is it some... I like, think it's uh, connected to life events. Psychological deeper reason? Yes. Okay. I'll tell you after. All right. Please respect our privacy during Please this time. Please respect my privacy during this time <laughs> if you want. Totoro is a good movie, though. It is. So, like, what 
what more do you want? You know what was not great though? Air, Air gear. gear, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, Air Gear was no uh, Studio Ghibli production. It it didn't quite work for us, and no, we're not changing our intro music because oh, definitely because not. It's a good intro. It's it's a good intro for the show. Yeah, I I I still love the song. The show has not changed my. I just thought that gang of characters was going to be because you. I saw the intro when you picked the music and for the podcast and i was like oh this show looks cool yeah cool was the operative word on the scale of good to cool yeah and i would say it's i mean it's definitely closer to the cool side i guess right uh you know i had i had the realization uh i think the scale only exists for stuff you like yeah i think i think i think if if there's something you don't like just don't put it on the scale. It doesn't even make it. It doesn't. It's the scale is only for stuff that you're into. Yeah. I don't think you can plot everything onto because there's plenty of stuff that's. Well, I guess like if if you if something I mean, almost like something in the in the direct middle, I would say probably is something you don't like. Yeah. Although there's the closer is, to the middle. <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's like dead center, then it doesn't. You know. I, wouldn't that be like the best though? Uh, it's not really a decider of like, is it good? Yeah, because I feel like like I good, know good is on the scale. Good's on the scale, but it doesn't necessarily reflect but like you have it's to start with something good. How, what its value is? There's there's a scale uh, beyond the good is bad. If you yeah. keep going down that scale, you'll hit bad. But then if you continue on through good, then you hit cool. I'm gonna learn some more graphs <laughs> so I can accurately <laughs> accurately plot so I, can, the so I can accurately find something that that can uh, plot what I'm what's in my head of of yeah we need scale, a we so. need a rating system and I don't know if anyone understands what this five, rating system five bags of popcorn and two keychains of uh, two inline skates <laughs> two inline skates so that way you can uh, skate away from the movie that's right. I love the popcorn rating system. It's always five bags. Did you notice that? Uh, it's almost always five bags of popcorn. Well, listen, there's a lot of really good movies out there. <laughs> God. I've been uh, referring, of course, to the uh, On Cinema at the Cinema YouTube series, which I've uh, subjected Julie to a few times. I, I, Not for me, mate, but I mean, I'll watch it. Sometimes I get some joy out of it. It's 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 uh I'm not seeking it out on my own. It's Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington. Uh it's this weird like mock movie review show that, that like has all this weird like lore and like be- like like it like there's the sh- it has like a like a a courtroom uh like a like a simulated courtroom uh, case against Tim Heidecker for killing all these kids in a music festival. Yeah, it like was stuff like that. It it's was like, too deep for me. It's it's stupid and deep. Yeah, it, somehow like, like the cave itself is deep, but you you don't want to go in there. <laughs> like, yeah, don't go down that road. Maybe one day I'll like I'll, I'll make you watch everything. I've generally disliked uh, sort of like things that are uncomfortable humor right like i didn't like the office at first for the same reason like i was like all of these gags are just and it, we're watching curb your enthusiasm now and i feel like all the gags are like 
like yeah. cringe gags. I think they, I feel like they've they've kind of toned down the cringe somehow, and it's a little more. It's like kind of jokier. What on uh, Curb? On Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't know. The last episode we watched it was it's, all cringe. Yeah. It doesn't make me laugh. That's the problem. I want to laugh. I think like the the the. I mean. This is gonna say this is gonna sound very stupid saying it out loud, but like, I think the stuff that always makes me laugh the most is is just people acting in situation in, in the wrong way in a wrong situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Like people acting inappropriately, like peak uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, it just makes me uncomfortable. Like if there's like a scene of someone like getting like really aggro and and getting fucked up at like a fancy restaurant like that will probably make me laugh no i think it triggers my anxiety response (laughs) yeah Hmm. can't say that on tv (laughs) can't say that on tv um what are we watching next whose turn is it i don't know i think is it your turn it might be oh god i think i picked air gear flip a coin yeah i think i tech yeah no i what did we watch before your cure? Uh, How much time has passed? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's your turn. I think it might be. What's the um, last thing you picked? I gotta go look. Because I asked you yesterday and you couldn't remember. Oh. But what are you feeling? Oh, we oh tr- last time was Stand By Me Doraemon. Oh, yes. Right. So, I kind of picked that one too. Yeah. <laughs> it's your turn. It is. Oh God! All right, I'm gonna. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta find some something real freaker. I I might have something. Somebody really? recommended a truly cringe. Uh, the it, the room of anime, which we were talking about on our. Wow. I think our last episode. Yeah, Lizzie recommended a cringe anime. Elizabeth did. I said Lizzie. What if I started calling her Elizabeth? I mean, I guess that's her name. <laughs> I'll have to find it, but look forward to some some freaker reality next week. I don't know why, oh, but God, <laughs> I, I just had a I had this reminder in school how like if someone had like a well established nickname, I wouldn't call them that if like if I didn't feel like we were friends and I, I felt like I, I hadn't earned that much like personability with them. Like a girl named Melissa. Even if everybody called them that. Yeah, everyone called this girl and- Melissa Mel. And I was like, hey, Melissa. And she was like, what? <laughs> she was like, you can call me Mel. <laughs> it was weird. Uh, I mean, Julie's my nickname. Why do you think people like air gear? Nobody likes air gear. <laughs> uh, someone likes air gear. I don't know. Let me, okay, okay. Let me put put myself in the shoes. I, I think the manga is definitely better from what I can tell. From what you can guess. Oh, there's a musical. <laughs> yeah appara- did I show apparently you the, i did yeah you showed me the musical so there was a musical production of air gear that uh you know it was all in in japanese so i couldn't oh, yeah. possibly tell you if the musical was good or not they had high hopes for this show i think there were high hopes for the show and you should look if listen if you're listening to this you made it to the end go look up air gear the musical and you'll see the production value was high yeah. for sure Mu- the singing the music was weirdly not great didn't then choreography was questionable so like 
how did this happen? <laughs> Some, yeah. Somebody explain to me where Air Gear the musical came from. Uh, I always thought Big Lebowski would make a good musical. I think you should you should write a, a Big Lebowski musical. I wonder if there's been like some sort of you know red tape surrounding that because there's like musical sequences in the in the movie. Yeah. So I think it would translate really well, probably to a stage show. You should write one. Anyway, I don't Just know how for to write. Fun. I, okay, I'll do it. Five stars if you want my Big Lebowski musical rendition. Yeah. Um. I think people like Air Gear because of boobs. Oh, yeah. You think it's a fan service thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was uh, targeted at an older audience and then received by a younger audience. <laughs> I think I think this was targeted at uh, like on paper for an older audience, but in reality for 13-year-olds. Yeah. And then the 13-year-olds just wanted what 13-year-olds want. And... 13-year-olds um, Thir- whose parents had the anime network for some reason and i think that the lore was probably more present in the mangas yeah the sort of like cool world building stuff i don't know i'll i'll buy all the manga and, and, and see it. how it yeah <laughs> what, what if we have a manga collection can, can you imagine just like our bookshelf just all manga i can't that would that's the problem with manga there's just like there's so like where do you put it it's so bulky um and it's so obviously manga too yeah that does it for this week. Uh, please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed listening to us. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram at why do people like anime. Uh, email us, why do people like anime at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, recommendations. Be nice to your friends. Comments. Be nice to your friends. Yeah, be... Uh, Even if they suck at video games. Yeah, because I don't know. Do, do you really need to make yourself feel better by tearing someone else down? That's right. Are you that much of a, a loser? That's right. That's the the real loser is the one who tears their friends down for being bad at a video game. Yeah, you could be playing alone. You could never never forget that. Never forget that. Drive safe. Later. <laughs>